0: Hey, everybody, it's our second hour. We roll all the way to 6 o'clock right here on the Big Talker 1700. Jim and Trent, look, this is this is going to be entertaining again tonight, Trent. I know it's not like the first round, and everybody likes to hear uh, their name called in, in round one. Mm-hmm. But, Trent, you know as well as I do. NFL teams get a lot of good players in the second and third and fourth rounds. That's why they try to get extra picks in those rounds. So I I, I think tonight is going to be entertaining. Look, we, we already talked a little bit about... The two Hawkeye guys, Daniels and Jackson, not hearing their name called. Didn't shock me, as I mentioned earlier. I felt they were late first, second, or early second rounders. So I think they'll both hear their names called here in the second round. You down with that?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's, that's what you're going to see here. I, I thought Jackson was going to go. I had him pegged for 18 in Seattle last night. I still, I, I was more surprised about that one than the Daniels thing, and and it's funny you read the reports from today. A lot of people bringing up what I had talked to you about, Jim, yeah. the, the injury concerns that that's proved yeah. to be a bigger thing for the NFL teams, and and certainly talent wise, you know that he is there. You, you certainly know that, but the part of it that you worry about is he's had knee injuries. He's been dinged up throughout his career, and for as good as he is. I thought he was better as a sophomore than he was a junior. I mean, that's another thing I think that you have to look at. So uh, it wasn't a shocker to me, Daniels. I still was surprised, though, by Jackson. I, I guess the knocks have to be it was a one-year. It only happened over one season. Mm-hmm. And yes. the speed, a you know, four-five-four, yeah. there are people that look at it and, and just uh, they fall in love, especially with cornerbacks and what you can run in the 40. You couple that with a guy that, at Iowa, didn't play a lot of press coverage. They play cover four pretty much exclusively defensively, and because of that, you don't see a whole lot of bump and run out of there, and because of that, a lot of teams are going to cross them off the list. So, you know, th- there are factors for everybody. You can go through all the guys that many people expected to be first-rounders, and you're going to find different negatives that are there. But you mentioned the depth here. This is the thing. The top-end talent of this draft, I thought, was Saquon Barkley, thought it was Chubb. Those were the guys I thought was the top-end talent. I don't believe in these quarterbacks at a high level, but I love the depth of this draft, and, and the guys that we're going to hear tonight, they're a lot of good players. Sometimes it's there's some top-chef talent, and then, then there's a precipitous drop afterwards. I don't know if there's as much top-end talent, but you're going to find a lot of guys in these rounds, I believe, that are going to yes. turn out to be four or five-year starters for you. You're going to find some pro bowlers in there. I really like the depth of this year's draft.
0: I'm with you. I'm, I think exactly the the same way. There are still a lot of really good players on the board, and it's so funny because you made a reference to the first round and the celebrity status that first rounders get, and the notoriety and the commercial endorsements, things of that nature. Look, I. I, I know guys, and I've interviewed them working in, in different cities, from San Francisco to Dallas, to Pittsburgh, to Philly, to New York. Players that were drafted in late rounds, Trent, and they turned out to be really good players. I mean, I'll just, I'll just take you to, uh, I'll just do an example of the Buffalo Bills, Steve Tasker, Steve freaking Tasker. Turned out to be one of the best special team players of all time, if not the best, and a quality wide receiver as well. Uh, you, there's, there's a multitude list of guys that have dropped in the draft that have had long and very successful NFL careers. So just because your your favorite team didn't call the guy that you thought they were going to call in the first round, Just wait and see what happens here in rounds two and three, because they have done their homework, and I think fans forget that. Fans say, oh, my God, I watched him play in that game. He was dynamited. Nobody could complete a pass against him. I'll just use Josh Jackson as a reference. How could they not take that guy? Well, because it wasn't just based on that one game that you were so excited to see as a fan. So just sit back. Enjoy the ride, and good players will facilitate an NFL team for years that are taken in rounds two, three, four. If memory serves me correctly, wasn't Tom Brady taken in the sixth round? Sure, out of Michigan. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I don't expect players to be have the longevity or the success of Tom Brady, but there's a poster boy for everything. Kurt Warner became the poster boy of the Indoor Arena League for years once he made it to the NFL. And then when he won a Super Bowl with the greatest show on turf in St. Louis with the Rams, it even increased his, uh, I guess, visibility, and they used that. He was the guy over and over and over again. You could be stocking shelves, driving a car. You could be uh, a, a doorman. Whatever. If you can play and you get an opportunity to show your skills, they most likely will find you. So that's the way that I look at two, three, four, and 5 rounds coming up.
1: Jim, uh, so I'm perusing through awful announcing as I do most days. And come across a story from earlier today. A Cleveland radio host promises to eat horse poop. He he said yesterday (laughs) on his program that he would eat horse poop if the Browns drafted Baker Mayfield at number one. Of course, it comes to fruition. And before I clicked on the article, I I just said, please don't let that be Ken Ken Silverstein. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> i was worried that it might have been as well but i when i clicked on the article no it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't So, silverstein <laughs> he's he's crazy sometimes but he's not that crazy look i mean look guys dude look we're in a business for people to listen to us to listen to the show and you know me trent i don't give a rat's ass if you like me or not if you like listening to the show great if you think that i suck and you know a lot of people think i do i don't but I, they do they still listen to the show trent so that i can piss them off and that's all that that's what we do for a living we offer up opinions insight and information with a lot of fun tossed in as well so i'm sure this guy in his wildest imaginations because up until yesterday Baker Mayfield was not in the equation for the Cleveland Browns. Remember that we were all mm-hmm. taken back when the news started to break that they were going to go Baker Mayfield instead of Sam Darnold or Josh Allen. So this poor guy, I'm sure television cameras are going to be there. Yes. I don't know if he's going. I don't know if he's going to go out to a horse farm and sit there with a spoon <laughs> and take a bite. I don't know how it's going to work, but eek. Yeah, I never would have done that. I, I would have said I would have sat on a building overnight. You know, I did a goofy one one time where I sat up on a billboard for two days. <laughs> I did that I did that one time.
1: Need to have you do that again. Maybe, maybe a couple now, a couple of weeks that would be now, good. A couple of weeks. Cooler <laughs> Pond. Pond to be good for you. We're coming but back I, on the other side I'm we not got... eating poop. I'm not eating poop. <laughs> no poop eating here. We're coming back no. on the other side. Wolfgang's gonna join us as we take you up until six o'clock at the end of the program. Jimmy B, you take a little break here. I'll talk with Wolfgang. You get okay. ready. I need some predictions for you. We got NBA playoffs, okay. we got NHL, we got the draft. Yep. Where are the Iowa guys going to go? Where are the Iowa State's going to go? We'll get into some predictions later as well. Up until 6 o'clock here tonight. Back with more. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, welcome back again. Jimmy B and TC with you until 6 o'clock here tonight on 1700. Then continued coverage of the NFL Draft. Joining us right now, our man Wolfgang. You can find him on Twitter at WolfgangHawkeye. Hawkeye. hear him on the Hawkeye Nation podcast from time to time. And he joins us here today. Wolfgang, round one of the NFL Draft in the books And no Hawkeyes taken, no Joshua Jackson, no James Daniels. They await their fate coming up tonight with rounds two and three.
2: No, and that's fun. And I'm trying to think if you like this, love it, or hate it draft, I I don't think you're into it as much as I'm into it. I've been into the draft forever. Um, Didn't know how much I was into it. You know, I used to buy the magazines and read there 40 times and, this and that, and bench presses. But if you look at some of the other stuff, a number of years ago, I went out to the bars, the the sports bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Trent, have you been? Have you ever watched a first round draft at a sports bar?
1: I have. I in fact, uh, two years ago, Jimmy B and myself, we were out one night for uh, for that, and it was uh, it was cool. That that was where I saw my first ever live Jacksonville Jaguars fan at a bar with the jersey on. It actually happened in Des Moines. That was the first time that I saw that, and, and, and it was really cool. You know, you go to a sports bar where they got the music on. You know, it was it was Draft House 50, who is now uh, Tipsy Crow Tavern over there on Mill Civic, and, and the place was pumped up. It, it, was, it was really cool. I was upset about what the Bears did. The Bears fans then were in attendance. We got together. <laughs> we're all going back and forth and complaining. A couple of guys love to pick you know? it up. It's, it's very, very cool, and it's not a game we're talking about here but but this is your team this is their future and and everybody has an opinion everybody stakes a claim of, of what they actually know it's a great time for speculation and I think a lot of fun for what we do here Wolfgang you and me you know on Sports Talk Radio No we need
2: to get Trent, we need to get some sort of like sponsors for that stuff I don't think they know what they're missing we were at a place and what I was basically going to say is like there's a buzz And this was years and years ago. There was a huge sports bar. I won't mention it now, but it was huge. And I went there, and I was like, I loved it before, and I went there, and there was a buzz. There's all sorts of different fans and different jerseys that are mad or happy or in between or going, what? What did we just raft? It's amazing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, It's just really fun, and I don't think, like a lot of people, I was telling my dad yesterday, and I was like, people are so into this, dad. I can't even tell you. And we went out yesterday and people the place was packed out. We've been there on Thursdays before Trent and let me tell you it's not. And the place you couldn't find a spot, there were waiting like tables waiting to get in, you know, you couldn't get in there. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't have the, the, the volume up. And I'm like
1: What? Yeah.
2: I'm telling you, let's open up a sports bar. What we'll do. Okay, we know sports, right? Yes. What do you want at a sports bar? Um, what do you want at a sports bar? Well good wings. Yep. Good pizza yep. and TVs that are loud. What was the one thing that everybody was there for yesterday's draft Wait,
1: The draft. They were there for the draft.
2: My God. And the fact, and it's the owner's fault. It's the manager's fault. It's the waiter's fault. The bartender's. The, it's everybody's fault. They need to understand why do we come there? Because mm-hmm. you have great wings. Great sauce, you have great pizza, or you have this or that atmosphere. Let me tell you why your atmosphere was great yesterday. There's a buzz going on, Trent, that doesn't happen. I keep telling people, go out and watch the NFL draft the first day. It's weird. You don't think, as a sports fan, it could be as great as a, like a live game, a college game, or whatever. For some reason, it is, Trent.
1: It is, and I love it. I'm right there with you. What was it? Where were you at? Who didn't have the volume of the NFL? No, I'm not going to go there. I'm Come on, there. we could call him out. Come on. No, I'm not. I'm not. Because it has to get better. And no, because I actually know the people. Okay, all right.
2: So I'll talk to them first. There you, go. I, there you I go. go. I can't go there. I really
1: can't. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. But here, here's the thing, and, and I get annoyed when I go to sports bars, and it doesn't matter if it's here or if you're out of town, or you're going somewhere, and. The places it's supposedly a sports bar. You go in there, and he got CNN on one TV and MSNBC, and what are you doing here? Okay, and then he asks for a game, and they can't find it. Oh, what channel is that? Oh, oh, I don't think we get that. Just, just give me the remote if if you don't know how to do it. <laughs> that that would be. My my manager obviously needs to know how to manage a bar and manage a restaurant and all that stuff. That, That goes with it. But another prerequisite for me of running a sports bar is you have to have somebody each and every day that knows exactly what the games are, what's playing that day. You know what? If somebody comes in... And they want to watch Georgia Vanderbilt are playing on the SEC network. They know right away a baseball game in May. They know right away to go to six eleven. Boom, there it is. It's on that TV. Can I help you with anything else? Anything else you want to put on? Yeah, I'm a Braves fan too. I want to see the Braves game. All right, we got you. <laughs> Boom, we pop over to whatever it is. You know that each and every day. That is part of your routine every day. What's on? What time? What channel? Get it figured out. If you're going to be a sports bar, do it right.
2: So I know somebody that can make crazy pizzas, like crazy pizzas, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I know a guy that can make crazy, crazy wings, the best of the best. Maybe not, maybe not the best I've ever had, but close to it. And then I know you and I that know like, what sports want to be on in the sports bar at the time we're there and what people want to see or the volume. Like, for instance, we want to hear what's going on in the draft yesterday, right? Right. We know that. Yes, yes. Who do we got? Who do we got go, get involved with right now to make that happen? A sports bar for the real sports fan who likes real sports food. How
1: about that? Dad. Then now you're talking. Now you're talking. We got this thing figured out. Let's do it. Call it in. We got to figure it out. Let's get into the draft, Wolfgang. After uh, our diatribe on sports bars and putting it on. And you know what? Here's another thing. If you're putting the sound on, put NFL Network on. It's a lot better than ESPN. Don't fall into the ESPN trap. The NFL really? Network coverage is a lot better. Mike Mayock is a lot better than Mel Kuyper Jr. Go to NFL <gasps> Network. That okay, is Okay, now
2: that's done. what's funny why you're saying that, because I only basically heard Mike Mayock. I love Mel Kuyper. I do. What? Now, oh, I love Mel Kuyper, but I love listening to Mike Mayock. I'm looking at stuff. There's some things that I don't disagree with. Uh, Mel Kuyper loves Joshua Jackson from Iowa, mm-hmm. the be back um, much better than um, what did I say? Mike. Mel Kiper, excuse, yeah, excuse me. Um, Mel Kuyper likes him much more. Is what I was saying. Okay. So do you agree with his picks more? Or what don't you like about Mel Kuyper, I'm guessing what I'm saying.
1: Ah, he just annoys me. He just annoys me. And he, and he said why? He, he said he was going to quit if Jimmy Clauson didn't turn out to be a stud, and he's still around. He didn't quit. He said he was going to quit if Jimmy Lawson did turn into a good NFL quarterback, and he didn't. So he shouldn't be around anymore. Give me Mike Mayock any day of the week. Okay, I love Mayock. I think he's great as well.
2: I think there's a place for both of them. Why do we have to kick them to the curb and just take away the paycheck, right? Man, we're going a little strong no, here. No, you,
1: if you want to go over there with the, with the week coverage over on, on ESPN, go with that. I'll be on NFL Network with May, Mike Mayock, my guy. I
2: just like Mayock it, better. I like Mayock better. And I didn't hear almost anything from ESPN. Almost nothing. I. I was listening to almost all NFL Network. It's mm-hmm. not because I don't like ESPN, but I listened to almost all May- Mayock said. But, yeah, if you, look, if you look at this, and what I wanted to ask you, Trent, and I don't like to put you on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot twice okay. today, if you don't mind. Go for it. I'm going to give you three seconds to answer one question. I'm going to give you as much time as you want to answer the other question. Okay. Um, that three-second question is, so I hope you don't Google it, because I, you know, I was, let's just leave it there. If you were the Cleveland or the Cleveland Browns, uh-huh. okay, yes, and you had the one and the four pick, yep. Okay, um, I understand we don't get to watch every little ounce of tape. If I win the lottery, Trent, I know this is really stupid. One of the things I'd like to do is shadow somebody that knows what they're talking about and listen to them and watch every single ounce of film that we don't get to see, mm-hmm. like different angles. The, the windows, the prisms that those quarterbacks hit. You know, because sometimes you look at it and you go, that was a great pass. you see it from another another angle and you go, that wasn't really that great of an angle. Is it just because that dude is going against a big 12 team? Or is that just because that guy is, you know, being rushed like the Wyoming quarterback? You know, I, I've got hardcore opinions on that guy, but I haven't seen him play a lot. So what the hell do I know, Trent? I have no idea. But when the first thing that comes out is, yeah, the Wyoming quarterback has a great arm. That's a problem to me, and that's a, like, a bias towards me because mm-hmm. that means he's not accurate. You don't have to have a great arm. You have to have a good arm, like Peyton Manning, like Drew Brees, like um, Brady, the best of the best. I mean, You can have a Brett Favre arm or a Dan Marino or, you know, you can have that, but it's all about accuracy. So, real quick, you're the GM. You're the dude making the decisions. Cleveland cable or Cleveland up rounds. Who are you taking 1 and 4?
1: I'm starting with who I like more between Chubb and Saquon Barkley. I'm taking one of those two, whoever you have higher on your board, whoever No, might... no,
2: I'm talking to you.
1: All you, right. you are you are the man right now. All right? You are deciding. I'm going Saquon Barkley at 1 and I agree. then I'm taking a quarterback that is available, not named Josh Allen at 4. So if it went In that route, who knows what the Giants do. Jets still take a quarterback, but I'm taking a quarterback because you have to take a shot. You have to get a quarterback there. They've gone through so many throughout time, but I'm getting Saquon Barkley at the top, a quarterback at four. And if Chubb's still there, I I might even go Chubb at four. Okay. Really? No, no, no. You've got to have a quarterback with Cleveland, right? Well, here's the thing. I don't like any of these quarterbacks. I don't like you any don't. one of these quarterbacks. That's the what fu- I'm
2: asking you, Trent, I'm not asking what you think the other people are saying. I'm asking you to make the
1: call. You're making me make the call. I don't like any of the quarterbacks. All right, I'll go. I'll go. Barkley one and Chubb at four. That's what I would do because I look at this quarterback out of this group. The one that I like the most is Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar Jackson more than any of the four guys taken. I'd probably go Jackson, Rosen, Darnold mayfield and certainly fifth on the list is josh allen I-, I think he's going to be a bust of epic proportions so that's the route that i'd be taking now which one would be a bust uh J- well in a way i think three of the five are going to be bust i think now, which Jensen, one did you
2: to say lastly i didn't hear
1: you J- josh allen from wyoming i, I think he's going to oh, be terrible okay. terrible all the measurables but he's not very good you know what? That never turns out to be, oh, you know what though? When he got to the NFL, he went from being a guy that wasn't really good in college to great. <laughs> I mean, we're not talking about Tom Brady here. Still look at Tom Brady's numbers as he was fighting with time with Chad Henney back in the or Drew Henson back in the day. You know, it's I, I, I just I struggle for a guy that struggles with accuracy, has Thank sloppy you. footwork, all these things that people talk but he's big and he, he can wow you with his athleticism. That's great. What a guy that can complete passes. That's what I so You're on the
2: record. You're on the record. As the Browns CM taking Orpley, yep. which I'm not even a guy you take. A, I am totally against taking running backs, number one. But I told you, after I will play them, and I took a deep breath, and I said, don't say this. And then I said it. I said, don't say this. And I still agree with myself. That guy is going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer if he even has a good line. Not a great line like, The Ohio State guy, Ezekiel Elliott, Mm -hmm. I mean, can you imagine what Barkley would do behind that line? So people are going to say, "No, he has a sucky line, so he doesn't do stuff. It makes me mad because, you know, I root for Oklahoma a little bit, and and I'd like, I get a little mad that everybody hates, you know, hates on Baker. I'm sorry, I know people hate him, but I talked to a lot of Iowa State people yesterday. They didn't hate
1: him. They were actually rooting for him. It surprised me a little bit. Well, they beat him. Of course they are. (laughs) If Baker Mayfield was grabbing his crotch and beating him by five touchdowns, I don't think those Iowa State fans would be real pleased with Baker Mayfield. But they beat him so that you can put that in your ball cap and it feels good. Boo!
2: Yeah, there was a lot of booing going on. So there were a lot of Cyclone fans at the watch party I was at. So, no, it's interesting. The Baker Mayfield thing, you know I've seen a ton of him. How much... Anybody seen the Wyoming guy? Seriously, Iowa fans have seen pretty much more than ninety nine percent of the people. Um, the guy from UCLA. Part of him likes me. I mean, part of like part of about him, he's asked questions. Why do I have a problem with somebody to ask questions? He wants to know. He wants to understand things better. But at some point, it can get a little annoying. Like I'm annoying when I ask people questions. It's like, would you just just talk with people? Instead of asking them questions, I'm asking them questions because I like to know what they know about a certain something that I don't know about. Jeff thinks I'm quizzing them. I'm not quizzing them. I want to know stuff that other people don't know. But I guess I'm just a jerk. I don't know. You know what i Do you ever do that? Do you, like, want to know stuff about bleep you don't know?
1: Uh, most of the time I just pretend like I know already. That's usually... I guess
2: I... <laughs> That was phenomenal. Seriously. <laughs> that was phenomenal. So we got Sam Darnold, the guy that's going to probably be 300 pounds within two, would you say, two
1: seasons. He, he's, got, he's got the resting fat face, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. Yeah. So yeah. we got Ben Denzel Ward, who Cleveland took. Watched a ton of like
2: mock draft stuff, Trent. Mm-hmm. Saw nobody. I asked people there. People know their stuff more than I do because they're hardcore Cowboy fans. What guy got so mad at the Cowboys pick? I was talking to him in mid sentence. He walked up pissed. It was great. You don't see this stuff hanging up at home, people. I'm telling you, you don't see this. Denzel Ward. He wasn't even the best beat back in the Big Ten, Trent.
1: He was not. At least in terms of production, certainly was not. But he can play man coverage, showed that a lot. Ohio State plays a lot more man than Iowa does. He's aggressive, much more aggressive than he saw Joshua Jackson. Those are the things that people look at. He he is very fluid. You know he's he's got he, the yeah. athleticism that is a prerequisite for a lot of teams. I, I, I watched Joshua Jackson make plays all season long. I saw Denzel Ward. What do you have? Two interceptions last year. Hmm. I, but and
2: Trent, we're acting like, okay, you remember when I, we talked about the uh, NFL Combine? I was sitting there watching. We were almost watching it live, and Joshua Jackson from Iowa got a four four nine. The reason I remember this is because I remember saying to you live going, Oh, I'm so glad he got a four four nine and not a four five oh even though there's virtually no difference. They'll be so much happier with a four four nine. That's how stupid they are. And now they're saying they he got a four five is it a four five four they say?
1: Yeah, four five four was officially what it was. That was a handheld time, the four four nine, but yeah, four five four was of the official time. It's just
2: I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about because I really don't. I'm not going to be able to say I can break down this and that, but I can break down that if you're talking that small of a difference with speed and that stuff, Mm -hmm. look at hips. look at that stuff. I can't break it down, but some of this stuff just gets aggravating, and some of this stuff is fun because you and I that don't watch every play track can sit there and say, the Wyoming guy, the first thing you bring up is that he has a phenomenal arm, and he can throw it through a brick building. So what? Who cares, Trent? Who cares?
1: Yeah, if you throw it through a brick building, but it's uh, 15 yards off of where it's supposed to be, that's not good.
2: I know, and I know this is probably, is that what a definition of a hot take is? <laughs> is that, I don't even know what the definition is, because I've heard that so many times. I'm like, what is a hot take? Just you know, just well, I, I gave you, a,
1: I gave you a hot take. I gave you a hot take that three of these five quarterbacks are going to be bust in the NFL. That's a hot take. Why is that a, a
2: bust? So we'd have to define bust to not make it a hot take. Is
1: that well? What that maybe, maybe you, you put some some more nuance into it. Then yeah, it probably makes it that way. I I, I get where you're going. So uh, who else did you like here? What what else jumped out to you? What were you excited about? Have you have you adopted your NFL team yet?
2: It was so embarrassing. I got that question asked yesterday. It was so embarrassing. One of my buddies had some work buddies and came over, and I was like, they asked me that. I had no idea that I would like him and Haw over who my favorite team was. I went back to Dan Marino, and, oh, I like the Jets because I like their colors. And I went for, Bob's, I went for Bob Sanders because I liked who he tackled, and he was cheap at the – I mean, it was, like, embarrassing. i like, no you know what I'm talking about with sports, and I was like – flustered when somebody asked me that question it was it was pathetic but i do have one question that you you have three seconds to answer all right you cool with me putting you on the spot Cause i'm not always cool with that
1: always okay. i i don't care you you get all worked up about things like that i don't give yeah, a yeah. i do i do
2: that's yeah. my that's how i am that's how i am um okay there's a quarterback played uh, awesome and you know nfl player i think he was awesome anyway um College football. Played for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Where do you think I'm going here? Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Okay. His last
1: two seasons in
2: college football.
1: Uh huh.
2: How many interceptions do you think he threw? And you have three seconds.
1: Uh, combined Total. over two seasons. Total. Twenty-eight. Forty-six. Whoa! <laughs> wow. That, okay. The only reason I asked you that
2: is because. Actually, you got that better than I would. I probably would have said 20. Actually, I don't know. I never even made a... So you got that better than I did. I hope you don't... You're not mad at me for, like, putting you on the spot there. But <laughs> is that not insane? Because people are bringing up Darnold, and he threw 13 interceptions this year. 13. Yeah. But he did have nine fumbles, which would be so much fun for you and I to watch game field. Those nine fumbles, were they just... Does he not have strong hands? Does, Does he, he not have big hands? Was he getting a Did he not have a, like an offensive line?
1: You know what I mean? Is There's it the so internal clock? Does, does he not have that clock? We talked about that a lot, remember, with C.J. Beathard. It, it seemed like his internal clock was kind of shut off during his senior year at Bowman. So, yeah, that, that'd be good. And, and now I brought up Marino's stats. So his junior year, he threw 37 touchdowns against 23 picks. Senior year, 23 interceptions. Again, only 17 touchdowns. What the hell do you make of that?
2: Because ah. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm the guy that will go to battle for Dan Marino as the best quarterback ever. Because I think if you put him in place of, here's hot take, is this what? Is a hot take? You'll have to tell me. Okay. If you put him in place of, of Joe Montana, is he winning a Super Bowl?
1: A Super Bowl, absolutely.
2: Yep. How about if you put him in place of uh, John Elway or Tom Brady or... This, it's a little ridiculous, or you know, It This this gets a little maddening to me as a Dan Marino fan. Now that was his college. No, it, he didn't throw that many interceptions in the pros. This is college, but forty six interceptions over two years. I can't believe he got even drafted in the first round.
1: I, I and I'm looking. So I figured, well, Pitt had to be. I knew they were good back then, but so what was that. What was that? Eighty. 80- to 83 or what? Eight, well, 81 and 82 were the two seasons his last two years. 81-82, so, yeah, okay. So 1981, you figure, alright, this is the year he threw 37 touchdowns, 23 picks, but I don't know, you, you gotta think it's an 8-3 an and three kind of year, maybe 7-4, and four, something like that with all those interceptions. They won 11-1 and one that year, started off 10-0, were ranked number one for the back half of the schedule, lost their regular season finale to Penn State, and then beat Georgia, who was ranked number two in the Sugar Bowl, to finish 11-1, and they finished 4th that year. That is senior where year. Where was
2: the year where they finished 2nd or 1st? Was that 8? Was he quarterback in that year, do you remember? Or you don't have that pulled up?
1: I don't have that, that pulled up. That
2: was before up. our time. I didn't watch football when I was an infant,
1: okay? So the next year, his junior season, when he throws 23 picks again, but this time only 17 uh, touchdowns. Well, you figure it's got to be terrible, right? No, they just went out. They started off the year 7-0. and They are ranked number 1 <laughs> in the country. They lose to Notre Dame. Come back, win two more games, lose the finale again to Penn State, and then go to the Cotton Bowl. So it it, it wasn't a case of well he just you know he was forcing things because there wasn't a whole lot about him. We're talking about a team that was ranked in ranked number one both of those years. And He's throwing forty six interceptions over two seasons. That that's incredible. Keep that in the back pocket. You're going to win a lot of bets at the bar oh, using, that, that. Is that one of
2: those? And I want you to come to the table next time we talk on Friday. Uh-huh. Come to the table with something like that. Like, I was a jerk to you and put you on the spot. But I'm telling you, you got it better than I did. I would have said, like, you, got, you said, what would you say, 26? Uh,
1: I think 28.
2: 28. See, I would have said probably 20. So you got better than I did. So I will admit that when people get it wrong so you don't feel stupid. I mean, seriously, who would even come close to getting that right, right? Yeah, I, who would it, come even
1: close? It's something unless you actually know. You're not going to get close to it. You're not. It's (laughs) it's a ridiculous, ridiculous number. All right, Wolfgang, let's jump into uh, the Hawkeyes before we get out of here. Coming up this uh, evening, who's going first, James Daniels or Joshua Jackson tonight? Oh, my
2: gosh. That's a hard question, isn't it? So you've been watching NFL Network Hardcore. Uh Uh-huh. They love Daniels. Yes. Okay? Your boy loves Daniels. Mel Kuyper likes, I believe, Josh Jackson better. Doesn't mean either are right or wrong. It depends on, this is the thing, with the quarterback situation we're talking about, it depends on what kind of culture you get into. You can be all great and fun and dandy. If you are not attached with the right program that are bringing in the right players, because this just in, Trent, you can't be just a great quarterback and win it all. You can't, you can't, you can't be a great, uh, you know, Deion Sanders, That's, I think best corner ever. You can't just win it all. You have to go somewhere. And yes, you're a bigger, bigger puzzle piece than everybody else. But you can't just do that. So it's it's interesting to see where people go. And people will say all after all these quarterbacks trend, they'll be like, well, this quarterback went there, this quarterback went there. He's going to be better. Well, is was it better for Baker Mayfield to get drafted first, or would he rather be? With the Cardinals, like uh, Rosen.
1: Yeah. Rosen. yeah, You
2: know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now when Baker, you know, fails with that culture over in Cleveland, who the hell would want to buy any of those jerseys? i am around a whole bunch of Oklahoma people. People don't even want to buy anything. Like, it looks like a porta-potties toilet. Who would want to buy gear like that? <laughs> ever. Yeah. These are hardcore people that know, not have best friends, but know Baker. And want to go and buy. So they're like, all right, we'll go buy the white, the way jersey. I mean, that's how bad the Cleveland, I mean, it's just embarrassing. So it just depends. Who wants what? It looks like who do I trust more? Okay, you want me to be honest? I told you Daniels was overrated. I couldn't believe they were projecting men in the first round. But guess what? I was way off because he's close to the first round. From the people I respect, I never thought Daniels, the center, looking at his tape, and you agreed with me. Please don't say you didn't. Is he a first-rounder watching his tape this year? Nope. Okay. So I'm not being a jerk. I love him, and I want him to make lots of money, but I don't see that. No. Joshua Jackson? Oh, my God. He looks awesome. He looks awesome. So he doesn't run the greatest, you know, 4-4 you've ever seen in your life. I don't care. But I don't know offensive line play. It's so stupid, you know, for me to even pretend like I do. I don't. I don't know the intricacies that people are talking about, like Kirk does and and Brian Ferentz do, and you know. And what was great, Trent, about watching this? If if people just recorded this or can go to YouTube and watch this, Trent, this was a damn recruiting video for Iowa. If you watch ESPN, which I did a little bit, and watch mostly uh, Big Ten or. Uh, or NFL Network and uh, Fox. It was. Do you know how many times they brought up Kirk Ferentz?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's hanging I mean, out. I think about that. And now, now Kirk uh, has another day that he's got to hang out as he waits again for Joshua Jackson. He gets to hang out in the green room. Wait, he was bit. there. Yeah. Why do you know he's there? Yes, yes. You'll see him whenever Joshua Jackson will uh, more than likely see him unless they're doing some uh, special report or something like that. But yeah, you'll you'll get to see Kirk and Phil Parker there with Joshua Jackson.
2: Until this gets me pumped up, you've got to get into more of this. I'm telling you. I mean, we should talk about this Friday. I mean, there's going to be a day two, day three. You need to get into this, and you need to go out. I don't know if day two will be fun at the bars, slash sports bars, but, man, day one, for those of you that haven't been, go. And let's go find somebody, man, to advertise on this stuff, man. I'm telling you, we need to start a sports bar. We'll finish with what we started with. Let's do it,
1: Trent. We're in. We're in. You have a good weekend, all right? We'll talk to you Monday. (laughs) Thanks, Trent. See ya. Wolfgang, check in with us. We'll take the break. Coming back with more on the other side, it's Jimmy B and TC. Back with you one final time, it's Jimmy B and TC. Jim Brinson, Trent Conant with you, taking you up until 6 o'clock, and then NFL draft coverage here on 1700. So this portion of the program, Jim, brought to you by our friends over at Christopher's Fine Jewelry. They have a great sale going on right now. If you're thinking about right. popping the big question, the time is now. An April sale on Engagement Ring. Stop on out. Christopher's Fine Jewelry on Merle Hay Road. Stop on out and see uh, Christine and the great folks over there. If you're thinking about popping the question, think local. Christopher's Fine Jewelry. All right, Jim, let's get into it here. Let's start with the draft, and let's make some predictions. It's coming up just in a couple of minutes. James Daniels, Joshua Jackson from Iowa, anticipated to go in the second round then you get into the next tier Josie Jewell Akram Wadley either those guys Mm -hmm. hear their name called or they have to wait till Saturday and Alan Lazard the most likely obviously uh, of going here most people have them pegged though for uh, tomorrow what do you got for us you got any predictions any feelings any thoughts on the guys possibly going tonight
0: look uh yesterday you tried to pin me down and force me I said All right, he's going to go late first, early second, speaking of Josh Jackson. He said, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that. you got to make a pick. Okay, so I picked up 24th for Carolina, and we know it didn't happen. All right, in the second round, Josh Jackson will be selected. So as I search through here, doesn't Cleveland need defensive backs?
1: Well, they got one in in Ward, though. I know.
0: I know. Yeah, I know they took Ward, but... That's still a very soft spot for them. Teams picked them apart in the air. So I don't know. Cleveland picks number one here in the start of the second round, and they also have the third pick as well. I'm going to, I'll stick it out on the limb right now and say Jackson goes to Cleveland with their third pick in the second
1: round. All right. Well, I have a prediction on James Daniels. I think he's going to Tampa. I think Tampa has the eighth pick, something okay. like that. I'm going to go do. there. Uh, that's what I'm taking a look at with them. They need help six in the pit. interior. They have the six. Six. The six okay. okay. So yeah. I'll go with Tampa with Daniels, Jackson, maybe a little bit later. Uh, in the 40s, I'll, I'll kind of pull out one of you. I'll, I'll go in the 40s with that one. But there okay. will be three Iowans, guys with Iowa ties, selected here tonight. In the third round, Alan Lazard will be going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You heard it here first. Ooh boy, excellent, excellent, because I was looking at them as
0: well uh in the third round and what they could use as a wide receiver. I'll tell you what else I'm I have a feel for too is in round three uh uh-huh. uh and and, and Lazard we get into that action. I think that he is a third rounder as well. But you know, where I am kind of searching around. Who you got? The San Francisco Forty Nineers. All right, all right. Now that'd be okay. a little bit,
1: little bit earlier in the third round. They it have would, a pick there. It
0: would be. Yep. You are looking. But at... if they if they're trying to get help for Garoppolo, mm-hmm. and you need a guy who can you know use inside the twenty yard line. I mean, he definitely fits that mold. Big, tough receiver can get up over any defensive back and make plays. So I don't know what the 49ers actually are looking for in the third round on a need basis, Sure. but if they're looking for that sort of possession, big, tough, strong, great route runner, guy who can make a big catch for you in the end zone by getting up above the defensive backs, that's where I would envision Alan Lazard for Garoppolo.
1: Well, looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun, Jim, before we get out of here. Your uh, NBA this weekend? Are we going to get? Uh, we of course get a game seven on Saturday with the Celtics yeah. and the Bucks. In that one of the three games tonight, do we see anybody extend to the Wizards, the Pacers, the Thunder? Extend these series?
0: I think Washington will find a way to beat Toronto tonight, okay. just like they did before. Yep. I think I think Cleveland now kind of smells it. Okay. And it's difficult to win on the road. You saw that last night when you asked me about Boston and Milwaukee, and I said, No, Milwaukee's gonna win it, and they did. They pulled away late. Indiana has that capability, but I think Cleveland defensively and remember Kevin Love hasn't shot the ball worth a damn. No, no. He's he's played well defensively and he's rebounded like a demon. He had like fifteen the other night. But they gotta get some scoring out of him. I think Kyle Corva has kind of shot his way back into the forefront. I think LeBron James will be looking to get Corver and Kevin Love off early in the first half, and I have a feeling that Cleveland will close out tonight. Now, here's where I'm really struggling. Oklahoma City and Utah. So, I, I, I follow Bama Bob, who was always yeah. a guest with you and Kenny,
1: right? We, we, we talked with Bama actually earlier today on the program a little okay. bit about his thunder.
0: Okay, so he's tweeting out, going, this team stinks, they can't play, they suck, well, they're down 25. They shouldn't be eliminated, Billy Donovan's got to go, he can't <laughs> coach. The next thing you know, Russell Westbrook is going off, Paul George is going off, And they win the game going away and now set up tonight's game in Utah. Look, it's the NBA. Guys get paid big dollars to perform, Trent. You know that. I think Utah closes them out tonight, but I would not be shocked if OKC won the game and forced a seventh and deciding game.
1: Jim, last thing. Speaking of that one, that'll be the nightcap tonight. We'll be up staying up late and enjoying cocktails. That'll be wonderful. I had no clue until this playoff began the now name of the arena for Utah. Now they had the crazy paint for game three. That was hideous. Game four they went back to at least their, their normal colors. But do you know the name of this arena these days? Uh no, it used to be the Larry Miller, uh,
0: because he owned the team, well, and yeah, he's a yeah, big yeah. Uh, car dealer. I remember that, but I know I know, in, I know in New Orleans, it's the Smoothie King yes, Arena. Yes,
1: yes. Smoothie Lake City. King. It is the yeah. Vivint Smart Home Arena. Oh, I, I never would have got that. I'd I never even heard of the company before. Baker's no. Life Fieldhouse in Indiana, yeah, heard of that. Yeah, Capital yeah. One Arena in, in Washington. Yeah. Yeah, you get all those. That one was a complete surprise to me. And, uh, yeah, always learn something new when you uh, jump back into the NBA. We're going to jump out of here for today. Brinson, you have a good weekend. Hey, you too, pal. And we'll be back at it Monday, bright and early,
0: everybody, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Jimmy B and TC, the big talker, 1700.